Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Beyond the Roll. I am the person that's usually your dungeon master, but now I'm just the guy that hits play and starts talking first, because this is the after show. I'm Jesse, and I am joined here by the prank master himself, Jim Gledhill. Uh, this is Jim Gledhill here, pranking myself, because i got to use the potty before we record this, and I didn't say anything in between the episode and the beyond, so... Well, now you got to wait 45 minutes. We are also joined with... Joe Pinkham. Sup. The pranky, if you will. You got a couple pranks played on you, but we'll get into that later. <laughs> and last but certainly not least, the prank god, Zach Ledford. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's sweet, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was a, uh, ended up being a pretty hefty episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot. Happens. Um, yeah, it's weird finally being off of the island because we were on it for so long. Mm-hmm. So now it's weird getting back to like a tiny little normal town place scenario. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> so, what would you guys think of Magella? A lot of bright strikes. There <laughs> sure was. I said we we only met like a couple of NPCs and. More than half of them were bright strikes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Explains a lot though. What's his name? Scratch. Yeah, Scratch. Uh, oh yeah. The drug salesman. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, my he boy. Sell, he sells some fine goods. Uh, you guys actually had a lot of NPCs this episode, but mm-hmm. oh, I got to figure out a way to get all their voices in line because event- everybody just eventually sounds like Johnny Flame. <laughs> it's not a bad voice to sound like. Oh, I guess not, man. But I don't know. I like uh, Alden. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I don't know if it'll get cut from the original episode or not, but he, he eventually just sounded like Lorcan mixed with Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> I love it. What's the deal with airplane food? <laughs> I can picture him um, Jerry Seinfeld. But yeah. You guys... You guys met all the bright strikes, and we got mm-hmm. to see a little bit of younger Lorcan who is struggling to cast his magic. A severely less uh, sassy Lorcan, if you will. How old was Lorcan in that flashback? I don't really know. We ne- we didn't. I didn't tell Zach we were doing a flashback, um, <laughs> so I just assumed that he was the age that like he wanted to start becoming an adventurer. You know. So this wasn't like four years ago. This was before yeah. he decided he was just going to become a professor and, mm-hmm. you know, just focus on his studying. Because a um, little bit of a spoiler alert, Lorcan obviously didn't get accepted into Magella, but his written exam was the highest in the class, but they weren't allowed to bring him in because of <clears throat> his lack of being able to actually cast. Smart boy. Yep, he is. Uh, yep, that's our smart boy. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I meant to clarify something in the session, but when you said we got 200 gold, was that cumulative or per person? Cumulative. 200 gold? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the, oh, and the that. three tokens, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's why I was confused that you guys gold. were... S- so wait, wait, the wait. Hendrix gave you it, or the, not Hendrix, the shitty guard said that was, Adora sent it. Was that when my internet cut out? Because I fully do not remember hearing that. No, no you reacted good. to it. Oh. I, I legit only remember the, the tokens, and I only wrote that down. <laughs> Maybe my mic cut out for you or something. Maybe you like lost internet, but yeah that's why i thought it was so weird that you guys were like so hesitant to buy anything yeah i didn't have any money i didn't think i had any money i was, I was gonna like, say wow. i i didn't i uh i didn't know i didn't add the 200 so i offered 144 for all three <laughs> drugs because that was all the gold i had nice yeah. um yes yeah, so, well wow, that's good news because that means you guys will have a little bit extra gold next time you get to go shopping um yeah, he was full on just trying to take advantage of you, Lorcan, because each of the drugs were fifty apiece, and he said he was going to try to sell you all three for one seventy five, and then that's why he kept trying to talk you up over one fifty. 
bastard. Yeah. Scratch is a dink. <laughs> I don't know why, because I didn't like plan his bush thing, but I just thought it was really funny to try to talk to you, talk you guys into getting into a bush. And didn't take much. I was gonna say it worked, except for Wolf, who I should. I loved how he out. stayed out. I should have known Wolf wasn't gonna get in the bush. <laughs> it made it funnier, I think, that he didn't get in the bush. Oh, I agree. It was hilarious when they were uh, pretending they couldn't hear us. I know. Oh no! Oh no! Johnny Flame was pretending he couldn't hear you. Yeah, Wolf was like, "It's a bush. We can hear them." Like, what? Well, so, I personally was waiting for. I know this is jumping ahead a little bit, but like, I was like waiting for a moment where you guys had things in your hand, but you hadn't paid for them yet. And I was just gonna yell like, "Cops are coming!" or something. So he'd run. You'd have your stuff. <laughs> Or, like, I would just say, how about you give them all for free so I don't tell people that you're doing this. But that could uh, have well, Scratch, is, Scratch is too smart for that. He doesn't hand over his goods until he's got the cash in pocket. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm curious to see what that orb does, though. Yeah, the orb is... I was wondering if you guys would buy it because it's, like, the only thing that wasn't identifiable. Um, mm. Wolf never ended up trying to identify the potion that you got, so you have the... Uh, flame burn drug that you don't know what it does. Well, um, I almost took it at the uh, that little presentation thing, the broadcast. Oh my God. <laughs> because that he so bad uh, without well, spoiling I anything. Pulled him aside. That would have been him aside. interesting. Yeah, I pulled him aside and was like something to impress my parents. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. He really just wanted you to buy the drugs. Well, he doesn't know that. <laughs> oh, man. I also really liked the beginning of Silas trying to, like, see how busy the place was and rolling yeah. so poorly. And then everyone else being like, no, it's just like a normal campus. And Silas like, man, this place kind of sucks. Here, this place sucks. <laughs> I really thought Zach was going to try to bet somebody at chess. I was thinking about it. I really, really was. But... I really thought he was going to try to play the shitty guard in chess or something. No, it it did cross my mind. That's for damn sure. Luckily, you so. guys never asked me his name because I didn't name him. <laughs> I loved oh. his dad being just basically an older Lorcan. I know. Me and Zach were talking. I think when you lost connection about how his dad has a little bit of a Santa Claus vibe to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very jolly and mm-hmm. yep, I loved it. Rotund and bearded. <laughs> I like how I like how you made him have similar sayings, but just a little different. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I couldn't completely jack your sayings, <laughs> so I figured he'd just have his own no, versions. It made it. It made it. You made it pretty awesome. And you made it like older slang. Like, <laughs> superb! Yeah, the superb one I did on purpose, but then I was trying to think of a way that I could do the I've done all I can do, but I think I messed it up, and then that's why I started going into just mannerisms of yeah. like, <laughs> hard telling, not knowing. <laughs> so it was awesome. Oh, man. I think we're just going to hop around this entire episode because so much shit happened, but I really liked... Um, your sword bond thing, Joe. I didn't know that you had something like that. Yeah, that's what you get with. What's one of the things you get with Eldritch Knight? That's sick. Yeah, I uh, honestly I didn't even consider it until I read it, and I was like, wait a minute, I have a bitch ass sword that I can make <laughs> my own bitch, so I'm gonna try it. Hell <laughs> yeah! I, I mean, at the end of the day, like it is a good thing to hang on to because a, like you've pointed out a bunch, you don't want it like attacking people, but. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it is a magic weapon, and I don't think your other weapon's magical. So right. if you ever encounter, like, a ghost that only gets hit by magical damage, you know, like, it's a good worst-case scenario. Mm-hmm. Well, he can kind of use it like a like a Thor weapon. He can throw it and bring it back to himself now. Yeah, that's true. Well, not, I can't control where it goes, though. It could just say, it just doesn't want to go that way and just fly away, yeah. Then I can just snap it back into my hand, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a good point. (laughs) That sword's going to hate me by the time this campaign's over. (laughs) (laughs) And vice versa. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh, man. 
I love the wolf can't ever do anything alone now without us thinking he's going to jerk it. <laughs> I hate I hate that my explanation I didn't want it to go <laughs> so Every well time into the joke. Too. Like but. I just re-listened to the first episode or whatever and you're it's like you're doing it on purpose, but I know your personality, so I know you're not. But in like the first one, you're like, all right, guys, like get serious. I'm gonna go into my room, take off all my armor, like <laughs> get into bed. <laughs> Yeah, turn I... off the lights. <laughs> Channel my goddamn divinity. <laughs> like, there's no way around it. Like, it is. I have to make a bond, a magical bond with my weapon. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is what I it know. is. I, I love know. the sock. Uh, how you were like, oh well, you can hang the sock on the door like Larkin did. <laughs> yeah, I love how Larkin's mom lost faith in me. Even I know near the end, even she thought you were cranking it down there. Yeah, the one shining light in my life was like. Just now. <laughs> well, it was Dirty. funny because when you started explaining it, I was going to make her make a joke. And then I'm like, no, she's super magical. So, like, this all actually makes sense to her. And mm -hmm. then you, like, said something. I don't remember what it was, but you said something that was super suggestive. And I was like, well, it's done for now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's definitely just rubbing one out. Yeah. Yeah. No, when you were like, "I do you have any ro extra rooms?" Yeah, <laughs> no one else is. <laughs> I, at first, I thought you just wanted to like get away from them, and I'm like, "Yeah, like you can go wherever." And then I mentioned the basement, and you were so excited about it, and I was like, "Oh no!" Yeah. <laughs> well, so like, I was really concerned that like if if that failed, or if you maybe do a check or whatever, like if it failed, like that sword could fly around and hit other people, like, <laughs> like that would have been really funny if you like tried to do something with your sword and it just flew away and killed Zach's dad and then just like left. Not Santa Claus. <laughs> like that's why I was trying to be careful but it definitely it definitely my, I guess my intentions weren't clear until I said so but yeah I mean I told you before that like you would have advantage when you try to make things now so that's mm -hmm. like when you were making the shield or whatever like I let you have advantage like the shield sheath which was also super cool I love this little side quest of Wolf just making things even though he hasn't like got it in the chance to like start doing anything with them like the uh, ironwood armor or whatever I haven't come across a druid yet that's what I know of yeah exactly that's what I mean. Like you haven't had a chance to really do much with it, but like, it's cool. I think it's cool to just like have it in your back pocket as like shit to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Does the shield that you made function like as a normal shield? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. So like I, I've drawn pictures of it, but it's like literally like instead of having a sword and a sheath and one side of your, like on, on one, on one hip and a shield, like on your arm, you could literally like Shoo. have, well, because you know how you, your shield would be like at your side, you could just like reach over and like pull it out of the shield. It's at your side anyway. Oh yeah. Like I was kind of thinking about it, and like I want, like I'm sure that probably we can, like logically, it might weaken the integrity of the shield a little bit to have like a, a thin hole through the middle of it. But if it's metal or like whatever, I don't know. Logically, it doesn't need to make sense. It's magic. Yeah, I was gonna say magic exists. Yeah. Well, I mean, like. So, like, all the things that I can make with that blessing are non-magical, but they're made through magical means, so it's... Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Exactly. Might, might hit up Wolf. I've been... Silas might be looking for a shield soon. Yeah. You have a solid gold mask. It's true. That is true. But, um... outfitting me. But, yeah, no, I, I really like that, um... What else was... Oh, yeah, you guys had your first in-game broadcast. Mm-hmm. Which was... Yeah, we got to find out about the... Uh... Oh, what was it called? The Monarch. The Monarch, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, behind the scenes a little bit. I'm sure you guys probably put this together if you remembered it, but um, they said that they had finally elected the Monarch and... Um, you guys can presume that that's what the guards sure. were talking about when they were talking about the vote a couple of mm -hmm. episodes back. Mm. I'd remembered it, but I wasn't sure what they were talking about. Yeah. Obviously. Uh, and you guys also found that they're going to be, um, crowning new, like stand in yeah. champions. That's a shocker. How do they, do we know how they decide that or. So the way the champions work, like 
initially is champions can either bow out or champions can be challenged for their spot. So mm. if there's like somebody in Evermore that like wants to step to, I can't mm. remember exactly where I put people right now. I think mm. Evermore was Zane, maybe. Um, so if somebody wants to step to Zane, they can challenge him for his spot in the champions. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, but you can only challenge once. So if you challenge and lose, you cannot be a champion. Hmm. Um, unless something weird happens to the champions, you know, like right. who knows what's <laughs> going to happen with these impromptu champions. So I've been... Uh, I, I made a note of this last session, but Wolf has spent roughly the same amount of time out of the square than he like as he has in. Mm -hmm. So he... This whole thing is like making making him extremely leery. I was going to say, this must seem like super fucking weird to Wolf. Like all this like politicking. Because like people in the Takari Highlands probably know about this stuff, but it's not mm -hmm. like, it's probably not as talked about. Right. So it's probably weird seeing all of this in action. Yeah, it's, it's definitely strange seeing like, how they're keeping things from people and how others are like exiled and like how, how information's being withheld so that people can live a more comfortable life. And now things have changed because they presumably ignored things are now coming to a point where they can't be ignored anymore. So it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's interesting for him to see this. They're also always intentionally insane, insanely vague whenever mm -hmm. they talk about things. Yep. This That's why so he made a comment to Maraxador when like he did. Yeah, it's just so vague. Mm -hmm. And Maraxidor is, Maraxidor is kind of like a champion. He's the divine. So like Maraxidor is not a leader, but Maraxidor is like an elected official pretty much. Mm -hmm. um, so like he's not, you know, in charge of making these decisions, but he is definitely privy to them when they're made. Right. Like, I guess, like, this isn't really a theory, but it's just, like, one thing that popped into my head, uh, like, with the announcement of, a, like, of the Monarch and the new champions, like, I guess there's there's many ways to look at it, but, like, I looked at it as, like, obviously they're trying to, like, restructure and, like, fix things, but it's also, if they're all connected, it puts them in a position for a takeover as well, if it's not... That was a the vibe I was getting, too. It's, like, if it's not, if it's not, like, a a good thing and it's going to make it very easy to put them in like five positions of power to take over and destroy. No, I picture this being very bad, <laughs> especially with my parents' reactions. Yeah. Mm, yeah. They were bummed. Mm -hmm. Like we're not happy. No. Yeah. Um, but you do also need to remember too, that like the royalty in like the square for Omersia mm -hmm is like fairly tenured other than Arthur, who was the one that was speaking at this conference. Um, I need to go through and rename them all. That's why I didn't spout them off in the episode. Um, but like the um, King of Wakefield has been around for, he's a dwarf and he's been around for like fucking decades and decades and decades. And um like Harland of Massacre kind of sucks, but he's an elf, so he's one of the oldest leaders. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, people do have, you know, affection for these people. Like, whether they completely agree with them or not, it's not as much of a, like, U.S. politics thing where everybody's just kind of jaded against everybody. Like, people might not like them, but they are still the leaders. So, like... <laughs> With all this shit going on, it is, like, not only insanely just terrifying, but just very jarring for all these people, especially, like, older people like your parents, you would imagine. Mm-hmm. Not to uh, get too far off topic, but can we just discuss how big of an asshole Alton Tinkerfoot is? Alton. Alton, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, huge dingus. I need to get a full on voice for him because he went almost Sidroy. And because yeah. that's my go to jerk. 
Um, but he has a more, he's more, um, I don't know how to explain, jockish than wiener-ish, but it's hard to like separate those for me because mm-hmm. I'm not a big voice guy. But um, yeah, I figured- Now voices need, are hard. You needed to have a, a college bully, of course. Mm-hmm. Obviously. No, he, uh, he, he needs to go down. He needs to see- <laughs> See what Lorcan's all about now. Well, I mean, he was at the bro- he, he was at the broadcast with his kids and stuff like that. So he's doing something in Magella. Yep. I'm gonna have to pull an old Silas Leodore, I think. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? <laughs> Never mind. You're gonna burn him to death. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it was kind of Would fun you, to. Uh, we won't go there. Yeah. It was kind of fun because, like, I would say the first, I think, like, four episodes are just us getting our footing. And then, like, the next five or six episodes is, like, very Silas-heavy because it, like, starts his arc. So it is fun to start to get to be able to use some of the lore that I've built for, like, Lorcan very slowly. Mm. Um, But, like, you don't have as much mystery and intrigue as like silas's story already has like pre-built into it so yeah, i know it's a relatively arc, yeah relatively like straightforward backstory so yeah so basically without giving away spoilers for the next session this arc is going to either go like pretty heavy lorcan or pretty heavy wolf so mm-hmm. it'll just be fun to see where it goes yeah get some some new like environment and get new intrigue there because there's still so much about Silas that he didn't solve and it almost got worse. So it always does for Silas. Mm-hmm. I, uh, this is, we can cut this out cause this is like old at this point, but I love that part when, uh, Silas and that other episode was like, I'm a Leodore. Everyone wants to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right Which episode? Oh yeah, that was the one. That the, was the, the one we just released. Yeah. yeah. That was so said, funny. Yep. Right after she had said, "You better not to Wolf. You better not yeah. tell me your goddamn Donfire." Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. I loved Wolf's reaction to that too. I can't remember what it was, but it was something to the effect of like, "No, but I." I would imagine that that would be quite annoying or something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, man. No, that was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah, I was trying to find a good balance of doing, like, the meeting with your parents and stuff like that, but I didn't want to have to play out the entirety of, like, Maraxler um, talking to your mom and, like, you guys talking to... No every single person and that's like something that i struggle with is figuring out where to draw the line to end those conversations but i think no, it, it, ended up it would pretty funny yeah i was gonna say it, it was enough humorous and honestly if we kept going the way we were going it would have <laughs> taken the whole fucking episode <laughs> yeah i have a feeling quite a bit of the beginning is gonna get cut out but yeah it um, was uh yeah it was pretty yeah. a lot of shenanigans for sure mm-hmm but it was fun doing a little bit of a flashback because I, I like flashbacks, so I'm hoping we get to do a little bit more of that. Oh, yeah. Ooh, um, yeah. Speaking of flashbacks, I have yes. a question. Yes. So I wanted to ask this during the session, but I forgot and didn't want to interrupt. But Elton is obviously an ass. So what did his Maytan look like? Because that's, that, that's been a question that's been asked about at least Lorcan, if not one other person that's used it. Yeah, that's true. Lorkin's is like the blue transparent hand. Um, uh, Leo, didn't you didn't you have one, or is that no? Okay, it was. I thought it was someone else that had one. No, there might have been, but I can't remember. Um, Elton's is more like white, but it's got like sparkles in it. So his has got like a little bit of a glitter effect. So when it moves, it almost has like a little bit of a trail to it. You know, mm-hmm. it's very flamboyant and very over the top and very impractical for a spell but you know that's just the way elton rolls gotcha Fucker. show off <laughs> yep we uh found out at the end about wolf's mentor and 
I was watching Joe's face, and I swear <laughs> he barely even moved it. What um, what did you think that the note was going to be, Joe? When I said it was for you, I, I don't, I don't know, um, uh, I don't know. Uh, contrary, so shocked by the hot water. <laughs> Jim, contrary to what you said, the ending actually hurt a little bit more than I would have expected it to. Um, for yeah, I'll just leave it at that. But it uh, you got a good poker face then. I uh, fantasy poker, poker face. Yeah, I fantasy poker face. I don't even have the words for it, honestly. I didn't. <laughs> I wasn't sure what I was expecting, but it wasn't that. Like, I'm glad because like, it took me a second to remember like his name because like it, that's why name... I said his name first because Sharax is the one that told you his name. Yeah, and she was the one that was sending you the message. So I was like, oh, that makes sense that that's what she would call him. But yeah, and I was like, I was like, is that what is was was Odala the mentor? Or was he the one who was excommunicated? And then you said the mentor. I was like, yeah. Ah, yes, pain, my old friend. Hello. <laughs> it, the because this has been planned for I think four sessions now um, once I knew that like where some things were going or whatever and yeah. I knew that this is where it was going to come to a head and then when Zach and Jim started talking about pranking you the sick sadistic part of me was like I can't fucking wait to drop this news on Joe after these assholes dumped water on his head <laughs> that they're just going to be sitting there like <laughs> having golden to deal with water. I think we played it off too. We're like, oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to like edit the original. I'm going to edit this out too, obviously, but I think I'm going to edit the original ending of me saying that I end and then having like, do the yes. water or whatever, and then have you guys be like, ha gotcha. gotcha, wolf. And then <laughs> that's going to be the end of the episode. I love it. I love it. Oh, that's man. awesome. Oh, now it's... Yeah. Jesse, you got me there. You got me good. That's good. Yeah, so I, did uh, we. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I have plans for you, Joe. Don't worry. I'm not just ending storylines for you, but... Um, it is hard because it's like he's a character that I gave to you. Mm-hmm. So like it's not something that's part of your backstory. But like the second I gave him to you, I could tell that there was this like attachment. And then I was like, well, for stuff that's like going on, like this is going to happen. But then even myself, I was like, man, even I kind of feel cheated out of this because we never got to like have any more interactions so like yeah. obviously like wolf has all that but like we as the players never got to so yeah, it's such a like and audience fine, so. yeah it's such yeah. a fine line to walk of like this is a character that's not in the overarching thing like he's been mentioned like in the beginning episode and then maybe once since but mm-hmm. like as far as to the characters he's huge yeah. So it, it's 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 also interesting because like my original scene was me leaving all that. So that's Yeah. Like, leave, well and it's behind. it's gonna be interesting for Wolf too, because like this happened in theory, because like you guys like have been doing a lot of stuff, but realistically it's probably been a week, week and a half since you've died. <laughs> like mm-hmm. if we're thinking realistically, so like Wolf hasn't been gone very long. Right. So like, I think that's going to be an interesting dynamic of Wolf leaves and this happens. Right. Yeah. But yeah, you gotta, you gotta put the, sugar in the medicine to make it go down sweet. Am I right, boys? Hell yeah, brother. What? <laughs> Isn't that what they say in, like, Mary Poppins or something? Mary Poppins, y'all! Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, whatever. Um, what's the other thing that I wanted to say before we got too distracted? 
Oh, uh, I guess just on that note before we move off of it completely, um, did you guys, like, what were you, Zach and Jim, what were you guys thinking when the note was specifically for Wolf? I had a feeling it was going to be bad news, but I didn't know what it would really be. I don't know a lot about Wolf's backstory, so it was, mm-hmm. it was hard. hard That's to why get. I thought it would be fun to end with it, because Wolf is kind of, of everybody, gotten the least airtime. <laughs> Like, he's gotten a little bit of his backstory when we did the, like, Chirac's interview. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, we haven't gotten to talk a lot about Wolf. So I was hoping, I should have, like, dragged it out maybe, like, a few more seconds. But I was hoping to, like, build the intrigue of, like, who the fuck's contacting Wolf? Like, of everybody. Uh, I See, I, that whole thing kind of, like, went over my head. And I was like... It probably went to Wolf because he's the most serious person out of, in the group. <laughs> Honestly, that that's not a bad idea because I think most of the people you've met, except for maybe Beckett, has like treated Wolf like the adult of the party. Yeah. <laughs> so the way the note was introduced, I think thinking about it, I think that's what threw me off because you said it was for me. But, and then, it, like, the first thing was, well, we got news about your body is plural. So, yes. like, okay. Yeah. It's like, okay, that's, mm-hmm. that threw me off a little bit, I think. That that was purposeful, because, like, I, I don't know, without going too far into, like, explaining every single thing, because I like people to just be able to connect dots on their own. Mm-hmm. But, like, again, you guys haven't been gone very long. It's been, like, I think two and a half to three days now since you've left Evermore. So, like, Saul hasn't had that much time to do research. But clearly one of the first places they went was to Kari Highlands mm-hmm. if they figured out this. so Right. And I think, like, the, the only other thing I really wanted to, like, touch on, because you had mentioned it, is that, like, not a lot of wolves backstory has been like has been brought up and like mm. at least with wolf that's pers- like that's uh purposeful because he doesn't share a lot of that stuff mm-hmm. easily at all like as was evidence with Shrex, but like that's not something that will be brought up a lot by him normally well i thought it was interesting because originally when you asked for rooms that's why i kept asking where people were going because mm-hmm. I thought there was a world where you were going to be in the basement by yourself and you were just going to get this really sad note, like just sitting in the basement alone. So I'm like, oh, this is way fucking better. (laughs) This is good shit. (laughs) But um, no, it was, it was an interesting reveal. It'll be for a fun, fun start to the next session. What do you, so yeah. what do you guys think? You, you said he said uh, next session could be either very Lorcan heavy or wolf heavy. You guys have an idea of which way? Like, what what are we what are we gonna do? You think? I have like my own thoughts, but I can I guess it could change. I, I'm not gonna write anything off, but like, mm-hmm. uh, I think it depends where we decide to go. Yeah, that's why I didn't know. So like. The, the only th- again I haven't really had time to to really think about it because I didn't really like so a wolf left the monastery essentially and you know wasn't supposed to come back until he was done with his training like ready to mm-hmm. ready to ready ready to return and stay and like that that's a pretty big thing that's like good point yeah so like while this is like very hard news to take like it's he's not accomplished what he want look what he needed to accomplish before returning um and you know um like so it's it's going to be interesting because it's going to be like his his not duty but like the reason he set out in the first place versus Mm -hmm. the news he just received but Right now, I'm thinking. I'm thinking he still won't budge on it. But again, I don't know what will come in the next episode either. Right. Me neither. 
what was the other? Th oh yeah, I guess the only other thing that I wanted to touch on, and it ended up not being like a big plot point because it blew up in this episode. But I was happy that uh, Jim bought the Luck Pig, <laughs> and that it just instantly was erased like seven minutes later. Yep. Yeah, it didn't even matter. Oh, and I love how I love how the uh, the Nat One turned into a Nat Twenty on the friggin' water joke. I mean, it technically ended up helping, though, because you guys really wanted that water joke to work, and then... Worth it. Yeah, I mean... Things are looking up. <laughs> Everything's Good old luck, pig. <laughs> you have succeeded, but at what cost? <laughs> True. Well, if you just... If you would have opened the door when we knocked... True. If you would have opened it when they knocked, you would have been burned. Yeah. And how Excellent. much fun would that be? <laughs> would have been great. Uh, I won't. I don't know if I have any other notes, but all right. How about the fact that my father lost multiple sleeping bags? <laughs> <laughs> Just threw them in the way. <laughs> no, I threw one off the airship. Yeah, and then Silas throws his off the airship. Just a big old sleeping bag mess we got going in this campaign, Jesse. <laughs> sleeping bags are hard to come by, man. Like you're gonna apparently, have to... and the fact that everyone's just throwing them out willy nilly. <laughs> yeah, you guys really like the litter. We're big on littering in this campaign. Hey, I'm I love how it falls in the water. Stuff. That's true. Fucking Silas is throwing. Silas and Lorcan's just throwing shit in the water, and Wolf picks up every single thing he sees. So. <laughs> I guess at the end of the day, it's evening itself out. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah, but Wolf's picking up like natural things. Yeah, true. <laughs> Sticks and soil. That is true. <laughs> yeah, and we're throwing away like non-biodegradable objects. <laughs> oh yeah, like you've definitely killed a bunch of turtles because of your sleeping bag. Oh. Yeah, how does that make you feel, Silas? <laughs> oh. Poor little turtles. Was it the turtles on the island? <laughs> no, turtles, not turtles. Oh! Uh, <laughs> the turtles see the sleeping bags. Oh, no! <laughs> I really liked um, bringing back Rock's journal, too. Because I'd forgotten yeah. about it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, and then that it was took... me going through my notes before, uh, before we played mm -hmm. and trying to add all my items. <laughs> It took me a minute to remember why he gave you the journal. And then I was like, oh, it was so that they could like get in touch with them to figure out where the island was. And also you promised to draw shirtless pictures of Lorcan. <laughs> and then you considered selling it to Scratch. <laughs> I would have never, actually. <laughs> you did trade one of your uh, weed sticks, though, for some more mm. drugs. Yeah. Hey, one yeah. drug for another, you know? Yeah. You still so, got two weed sticks. Which... Kind of potion did you get, uh, Jim? I didn't buy one. He oh, just ran out of the money. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. And plus, I wanted a fire one. Fair. Yeah. Not that I have any idea what it does. So. It impresses uh, gnomish parents. Mm-hmm. So you Ooh. guys, you guys have so much stuff in your inventory because you have the the ash orb or whatever, and then you have the flame burn potion. And Zach has a lot in his inventory. Yeah, true. Yeah, I have the fancy wooden totem. Yeah. That did the, that did the, uh, you know, the thing. Um, the small black bird statue that's missing pieces. I have one potion of greater healing. A friendship bracelet from rock. <laughs> flame burn potion, ash orb, Weed rod <laughs> and a Mesro ticket. Boy, if you just showed like D and D players your inventory from like like D and D players ten years ago, they probably would have just canceled the game. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, all of it's relatively small, but yeah. Do you have a question, Joe? Not a question. Uh, but I wanted to say I'm really excited to see, like, it, it, if it all comes together or if it's all, like, standalone. But 
after hearing the feat that Silas took, I'm really excited to see how it all ends up. <laughs> so, I, I, I bet Jim is too. Because yeah, it too. changes all the time. <laughs> yeah. But um, just, it'll be fun. I was, mm-hmm. I was glad I was able to find that feat to kind of tie it into Silas just based on like stuff that you guys don't know, stuff that I don't know, you know, stuff that I wish I'd brought up earlier. So it gives me a chance to, to bring it up now. <laughs> yeah. Did you, uh, did you ever take the other dagger from last session or did you just have the one? Uh, yes, I did take the other scimitar. Yeah. 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 I did. Did take it. Cool. Couldn't remember if you did or not, but yeah, I got a little, collection going on in my bag now of cool stuff i found i think we all have weird a weird collection going on mm-hmm. one of my weaknesses as a dm is i have to give out weird stupid shit like every couple episodes so if you guys don't use them then you're just gonna be sitting on a mountain of weird shit I'm working on it i totally wasn't gonna use the pig statue until it gave me bad luck so Mm-hmm. I, figured, I think it worked out pretty funny. Yeah, Silas. I thought it was pretty good. Not bad luck. So there was definitely some unintended humor in this episode. <laughs> well, it was intended, but it had unintended results. Because, <laughs> mm-hmm. like the, the pig as well. Like I think it would have been really awesome if you had the good luck pig because you just had it. Mm-hmm. And like I feel like Silas needs some good luck right about now. Uh, yeah. yeah, but you know what? In a Silas fashion, that never goes that way. Nope. I was going to say, and then it ended up being bad luck. And... Yeah, I don't want to tell you too much about it because, as you found out, the ba- the luck pig is like not a one-of-a-kind thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but it's not like if you kept the bad luck pig that like every roll would be disadvantaged. You know, it's not like, or oh, yeah. if you had the good luck pig. That it like, would have been a random though, right? 20. Like, it's like small things yeah. that like builds eventually, so. Nope, Silas doesn't need any bad luck, so. Nope. I don't like the only other thing I, I can really think about to the top of my head is like so after Jim introduced his feet and stuff, like this, this is more of an impression, but like I'm slowly getting the impression like is this might not be intentional, but like corrupted is not the right word but like (laughs) Silas is slowly turning into something else like as the story progresses because like he started off very you know very not innocent per se but like very innocent I guess and then as it Mm -hmm. it progresses like it seems like he's slowly falling into a darkness like yeah I think I'm that is exactly how I'm playing it and then I also dude like i figure the the shenanigans and the silly stuff is the fact that he's been sheltered for so long and lorkin is just a bad influence so (laughs) you're playing it off like that really well yeah so he's also like young yeah he he hasn't had like somebody to do these stupid things with or be just like a dumb teenager with because you know things are so serious he had to leave right um but yeah, the whole darkness thing, like that's definitely something that, I mean, I, I don't know a hundred percent of everything. Like you, you know, pretty much everything on my backstory other than the one thing. And now you basically know half of it. So, right. Um, it's like, it's, it's painting a picture. Like, like now there's like a physical manifestation of it in that mark. Yes. yes. So it's, it's interesting. Yeah. And I also like, I'm really enjoying, like, I really enjoyed Lorcan's interactions with his parents because it just felt like he was like. <laughs> chaos squared and it was yep. great. <laughs> i was originally trying to make his mom way more sophisticated than his dad mm-hmm. um but then it became way too hard so she's definitely still more oh yeah uh, serious than him right. but they're they're both quirky right and I no, think she was seems like... like she's like the the all-powerful bright strike and oh, he yeah, seems we... like he seems like the down-to-earth like mm-hmm. Well, your dad's fun too because your dad's a really good like wizard and like yeah. very knowledgeable, but he's also older and been more officially retired. So yeah. 
It's interesting. But we didn't even talk about it in your flashback. We finally got to meet your sister that kind of inspired you mm-hmm. to want to go out and adventure like your dad. Yeah. No, we didn't really get into that. Um, I've been like really trying to like figure out how I want Lorcan to like pursue that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I haven't really decided like how he's going to do that as a character, especially since like, there's so much going on. Well, exactly. Like you guys yeah. have each one of you have like 10 different <laughs> things that are just specific to you going on. And then there's, like shit going on that's way over your heads too so yeah but uh, it, it was cool to see it, it was cool like you know that, that she kind of like stood up for him and stuff like that so it was kind of a gave you a little hint on you know how he grew up a little bit yeah yeah i i get the picture like from the little bit that you told me that like because she went off and became like an adventurer and so yeah. like i get the idea that she was probably big shit on campus for a while because she was a bright strike you know Mm -hmm. and um like following first in your mom and dad's footsteps is like a pretty big deal so like i get the picture that like she's pretty you know pretty protective of the family and yeah especially her little unspell casting brother god damn it (laughs) can i Say one more thing. I think this this will be it because I don't want to drag it on for too long. But I uh, I think it's really neat that Larkin finally showed some, like, not finally, but it's interesting that he allowed himself to be seen showing some different emotion. Like, I don't want to say negative, but like shaken. Because mm-hmm. like, for example, we 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 woke up in hell and you were all happy go lucky, but we go to see your mom and you're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I thought that was really cool too because me and Zach have actually talked about like what we think Lorcan's like breaking points will be and stuff like that Mm -hmm. because like the Shirax interview is another thing like they're trying to help find the body and Lorcan's instantly just like yeah I lost my sleeping bag too yeah (laughs) so that's why I thought it was really fun that like because we know that Lorcan grew up like bullied for not being able to cast magic but we've never been able to know at what extent. So I wasn't sure if Zach was going to try to like confront Elton in the flashback or not, because like to me, the Lurkin that we have now is a direct result from the kid that's like not had any power. And now that like he's an adult, he's finally found this power. So this is where the, um, like brashness and stuff comes from mm-hmm. yeah i think that worked like I, I think i remember like maybe one of the first couple episodes it was mentioned that he was feeling real good because he was finally able to cast mm-hmm. yeah so he's kind of been i mean like like jesse said it's only been what maybe a week ha- week and a half two weeks since i've casted my first spell mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. i mean like i'm still kind of like riding that <laughs> that power train (laughs) and again there's still a lot of stuff that we haven't even gotten into we haven't gotten into anything about like you finding the book of azuth or like what your yep like cleric route is and why you i haven't even admitted to the party that i am a cleric yeah or your parents like you just cast a spell and they were like oh shit yeah Uh, you, you did get the feeling that your mom knew something was going on but yeah you know um yeah, well, uh, we're getting on there. So you guys want to answer a question? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I uh, didn't have time to um, go through and curate things, um, but we got a brand new question today that I think is really funny. So I'm going to ask that, and it's uh, person-specific. So I hope you guys don't mind. Nope, yeah. I did see it, so I'm good with yeah. it. So um, one of my examples when I asked people for things were – because uh, the post that I put out was, do you want to hear about Jimmy's first time DMing or Zach's favorite spell or maybe where Joe prefers to buy his groceries, blah, 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 blah. Um, and so we got a two-part question. The first part is, and this is from the period lucky period wizard on Instagram. Um, and they are actually, it looks like it's a website for sweet D&D like dice and trinkets and stuff. 
Um, it's called the Instagram itself is called the Lucky Wizards Workshop, and their website is luckywizardsworkshop.etsy.com. Um, I only got a chance to check it out super briefly before we started recording, but it looks fucking rad. Um, but so Zach, they said that they, they said, I think I actually would like to know Zach's favorite spell. Um, Ooh, and there's a part a two. One. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll give you part two after you say the favorite, sp- the favorite spell. Favorite spell. Damn. That is a real tough one. You know, I might need a few minutes on that one. Okay, well, let's do this the second part then. Yeah. So the full part of their question was, I think I actually would like to know Zach's favorite spell, but I would also like to know his favorite smell too. <laughs> My favorite smell. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. These are some they, deep questions. <laughs> well, it's even funnier because they put a nose emoji and we always make fun of your big nose, so I like to think they're in on the joke. <laughs> Oh shit! All right, uh, I'm gonna try not to cry here, but <laughs> you already did in the real episode. <laughs> I did, I did. Um, all right, so it's kind of a lame answer for the uh, for the spell, in my opinion. But um, back when I listened to Adventure Zone, one of my favorite parts of that was when Merle casts Zone of Truth. <laughs> fair fair and i don't know ever since then like i literally like uh, kind of a spoiler i picked that spell and i've been looking for a perfect time to throw that spell in because i don't know it just has a bunch of funny properties so that's probably my lame famous spell um as far as smell goes Damn, that's a tough one too. Shit. I really thought when you started talking about Adventure Zone and because of Lorcan, you were gonna go Magic Missile because of the Abraka fuck you with Justin <laughs> in the like first couple episodes. In battle, Magic Missile is my favorite spell, for sure. Um, if you haven't noticed, <laughs> but no, overall, I. Uh, I don't really actually like. I don't know a lot of the high level spells either. Um, I, was I, say, think, I think, it's I think obviously you. that's something that will change constantly, just because we we as a group really haven't made it past what level six. Yeah, something maybe like that. maybe I don't even think we've hit seven. So I think uh, I think that answer will change frequently <laughs> as I go through this campaign. Fair. Um, but uh, yeah, for smell. Especially Turak Treadbull. You know, that is an... Um, Alright, so you know when you get like a caffeine headache? <laughs> when you when you do freshly crack one of those Red Bulls, that headache slightly goes away. <laughs> That's fair. I knew yep. it. Um, honestly, I love the smell when you're at the fair. Fair food. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Love yeah. fair food smell. Um, That's a good one. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say for now. That also changes. Let's do a lightning round. Joe, favorite smell? Favorite smell? I don't... That's a tough tough question. So, I can't... I can't... I can't honestly give you one that's, like, absolutely favorite. But, like, the first thing that came to mind is because I kind of... I wrote about it somewhat. It's, like, it's kind of a combining of the senses, but it adds to the... It adds to it, but it's, like... Rainfall on autumn leaves in the morning, like that is like, like, the best thing I've ever, like one of the best things I've ever smelled. Like, so poetic. Again, it's 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 kind of a mood rather than just a, a smell, but it's it's different. And just so just so everybody knows, um, we will be launching a Patreon where you'll be able to read Joe's entire thesis on this. Um, <laughs> but don't get me started, Jesse. <laughs> No, I mean, you're not wrong, man. Like, it's a good smell. Jim, what do you got? Uh, hold on. I'm trying to find exactly what it... So, this is going to be very weird. I don't know if it's my favorite smell, but it's the only thing I can think of right now. Um, have any of you guys ever played tennis? Yeah. Yes. So, you op- you get a brand new pack of balls, and it comes with a yeah. little, like... 
thing that you pop open, and it's just like the. It used to be I played tennis in high school, and it was our good luck charm. You cracked it open, and you'd smell it um, because it smelled so terrible. But every <laughs> tennis player will always tell you that it's the best smell in the world. Is it the little rubber thing you mean? Yeah, uh, I don't. Yeah, it's like or a not, rubbery like yeah. smell, like almost like a chemically smell. I was trying to look up to see what it exactly was, but um, I didn't have time to. All right, if you're yep. listening to this, head on over to your local Dick Sporting Goods. Yes. Buy a pack of tennis balls. <laughs> just crack them open and smell them right in the parking lot. And then play tennis. Luck will be on your side. Yeah, that's. Fine. I think it's interesting because it has. You said it's a. You said it's like a, a bad smell, but it has meaning. Yeah. To you, so I think it's neat. Yeah. I think everybody has things like that, though. That like, objectively, something that smells bad. Like some people like the smell of. You know, like gas when they're filling their car up, or like mm-hmm. grass when they've mowed the lawn. You know, mm-hmm. this guy. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, like you're a both dad. Those you, smells. You're I'm a dad. To yeah. Like those smells. I have to like that smell. Dude, I even come inside and I'm like, Michelle, go look at the lawn. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, you're, I feel like you're the type of dad that would like drive through the neighborhood and be like, "Well, Michelle, I got to mow the lawn tonight," and she's like, "Why?" It's like. Fucking Todd up the road mowed his lawn and it's looking pretty nice. So <laughs> I don't mow it now, and we're getting rain this weekend. It's going to be unruly. That's totally me. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, you right. can't be bothered to freaking shovel or snow blow his driveway. That's unacceptable. I'm not doing that. It's actually like there's no smell to that. <laughs> what does this smell like? Water? <laughs> Lame. It smells like winter. Oh man, we don't right. talk about winter right now. <laughs> Anybody got anything else to add before we close her up? Yeah, um, so. freshly cooked bacon, great smell. Yo, yeah. I, I think mine would probably be a nice breakfast DLT. diner, like when you're mm. sitting at like a mm. breakfast diner and you can just smell bacon or like, oh, especially like when bacon. you're like super friggin' hungry. Yeah, exactly. You you like are awake all morning, but you don't get to go to breakfast until like ten o'clock, so you're starving, and you just smell all the like bacon and eggs and. Yep. Yeah. So take a trip down to Denny's and. <laughs> That's right. www.denny's.com. We're open late. Brought to you by Behold the Roll. I think it's the other way around. Anyway. Whatever. Yep, I gotta go to bed. All right. <laughs> well, um, that's gonna do it for Beyond the Roll. Thick little sewed for you. Probably shouldn't say that. That's just blatantly <laughs> sewing. Cool. Uh, tell you what, after this, I'm gonna go channel some divinity. <laughs> Hell yeah. Let's all go channel our divinity, and we will see you all next time on Beyond the Roll. Shit. Shit. Yeah. I still gotta edit next week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which one am I supposed to be editing? Um Joe, what are you editing? You're you must six. be six. Yeah. So you'd be editing seven, Zach? Seven? Okay. Yeah. If I haven't sent you it or put it in the Dropbox, let me know. Alright. It, you and, haven't sent it to me, but I'll check Dropbox. Okay. I haven't uh, even started editing this week's Beyond the Roll yet, so oh, that'll excellent. be fun. <laughs> anyway, see you all later. <laughs> see you later. Bye. Peace. Nice, Jim. Peace, peace. You can totally see the <laughs> I love you rock on hand signal that you're doing over this audio performance. Jim says give us five stars. Hey! 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 Must be the money. Now, can you dig that, sucker? Yeah, let's just reference everything we've done in the past.